0: more than Jyoti.
1: Indo-American News Welcome back folks. This is Indo-American News uh, Radio. We are on our regular program and my other two RJs are busy having conversations.
3: paper for me
1: Uh, and there's a good reason and and
3: i went to telfer spices but i forgot to pick my copy up see there you
1: go there you go
4: hopefully they'll still be there when you go back
3: yeah that's how we like to think right yes yes
1: well folks uh we are going to have a very special uh show today we're going to be playing a couple of songs actually by one of the guests who's going to be calling in all the way from chicago and uh, so we, as you know, we normally don't play any music because most of the time we run out of time to, try to play the music. We
3: don't even get to do our sports and movie reviews <laughs> because we have so many guests these days, and uh, yeah, yeah, the discussions are so interesting that they continue. You know, that that's so, the whole point of the yeah. show, right? right?
1: I mean, we do things a little differently from other people, right? And uh, so, and we
3: hope our listeners, you know, enjoy that and our appreciative of that so this is all for you folks all listeners for you. out there so please do give us feedback please do listen to our podcasts and um, you know listen to us on spotify so i'll be telling you more about that in a few minutes
1: right uh, and we d- we had a very nice uh,
3: quiz contest
1: quiz contest we had uh, the host from the our previous show who were here
3: Sridhar and Maithili And they were such of, good of sports. Of radio. radio. Yeah. And they do the Telugu program every Saturday. Uh, they do
4: it for three hours. So it yeah, was nice of them to stay an extra hour. Twelve
3: to three. Yeah. And uh, they were such good sports.
1: Yeah and we have uh, and it was a
3: close match close contest because we had a tie at the end of it all we just couldn't break the tie <laughs> you,
4: you know why you didn't have any telugu questions hollywood <laughs> <laughs> questions should have been there in yeah. in telugu itself Yeah.
3: yeah but Siddharth doesn't speak that much telugu he's a second gen so
4: jawar do you know what is ps1 and ps2
3: Yes, I do.
1: PS1, <laughs> S- P S- P
4: S- 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 PS2.
3: don't even. I <laughs> but that is Tamil, it's not Telugu. Sorry, oh, okay. Pramod. <laughs> so, <laughs> those, those are movies? Yes. Okay. Putni and Sullivan. Oh, uh-huh. and you won't be able to pronounce two. it. So, forget it, Jawahar. Well, but I... Close enough, it was a movie. A movie is a movie.
1: Yeah, they're very popular movies about the Chola kingdom. Actually, I saw a very old movie on television last night because it was playing, and my mom and I, you know, we we're sitting there because I, you know, we're trying to. I, I have these Daisy channels so she can get involved in this, it, and I had never seen this movie before, but I thought it was really very interesting the way it was done. It's, you've probably seen it. It was called PK. Of course. Oh yeah! And I it's mean, it's it's. I loved it. I thought it was just absolutely f- fun. You,
3: you hadn't seen it before, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's one of the classics. Amerikan, real I mean, yeah, yeah movies. he did yeah. really
1: great yeah. job yeah. on the movie. And Anushka Sharma, right? Yes, yes. I think so. That's yeah. right.
3: And there was another female. I forget her name.
1: But it was it was nicely done. It was all very anti-religious. Yeah. And, and I just wondered uh, how. Do you re- recall how it played out when it first came out? It was a 2014 movie.
3: Mm-hmm. I think it
1: was uh, well received. Really?
4: Yeah. Yes. It was not against religion as such, but uh, uh, organized uh frauds, yes. communal
3: yeah. harmony. Yeah. yeah.
4: People who are fraudsters.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was very very nicely done. Um, so we are going to do the lineup, right?
3: Sure, why not?
1: Let's do the lineup before I go to my soapbox. <laughs> soapbox lineup. Soapbox okay, lineup. Folks,
3: so, as you know, you are listening to Indo-American News Radio. And in our unplugged session today, um, we had, um, of. I think I know this, we had Sridhar Dadi, we had Maithili Chagarati of Hangama Radio and National World Quest quiz contestant teenager Siddharth Dasari. And they did extremely well. We thoroughly enjoyed And the guests line up for our main segment of the program, Saturday, July 8th from 4 to 6 on Indo-American News Radio, which is a production of Indo-American News, the newspaper. You are listening either on 98.7 FM or on the Masala Radio app. So today uh, we have, oh, by Monday you can hear our recorded show on podcast, which is uploaded on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Breaker. We have four years of podcasts and have had over 7,100 hits. And the number keeps increasing every week, Jawar. Yes. That's wonderful. So please, please, please do support our show. Select follow on our Spotify podcast uh, channel to receive new updates. The more hits we get, the more support we get from Spotify. So please do give us a five-star rating. We'd sincerely appreciate that. There are many crimes listed in the law books as misdemeanors, though some still carry hefty penalties. We asked Harris County District Attorneys Nathan Beadle and Alex Fryer to explain how some typical misdemeanors are handled and uh, what the current caseload is at the DA's office. So they will be joining us today at 4.20 p.m. On Bastille Day, July 14th, Zishan B. will storm into the Asia Society of Houston with his compositions of classical soul music with South Asian influences. A Chicago native with Indian roots, his 2017 breakout hit album – vetted was number one on itunes world music chart his voice is powerful and mellow and songs speak about justice denied you will be mesmerized by the song tracks we will play today he will be in concert at the asia society next friday july 14 and today he will be joining us at four fifty p.m to talk about his music Ruma Devi has become a legend in her native Rajasthan and across the globe for her dedication to providing skills and employment to tribal women, empowering them to uplift their lives and families. Through her uh, Ruma Devi Foundation, she is reaching over 30,000 women in the Thar region of Rajasthan. She is visiting Houston and will be joining us at 5:20 p.m. to discuss her work. Also, stay tuned in for more news roundup, views, sports, and movie reviews. To be featured on our show or to advertise, please contact us at 713 789 6397 or at Indo American News at Yahoo.com. Please pick up the print edition of Indo American News, which is available all across town at grocery stores. Also, visit our website indoamerican-news.com, which gets 60,000 plus hits to track all current stories. And remember to visit our digital archives from over 15 years. Plus, our entire 42 years of hard copy archives are available in the Rice University Library. So folks, here's Pramod now with his... uh, Malib- Fantastic <laughs> news roundup. <laughs> okay.
1: uh, You're getting to be like Vanna White.
3: Every week you have to come up with a new adjective. <laughs> That's
1: right. So I hope I live up to your expectations. Yeah.
4: You
3: always do promote mm-hmm. Thank you. That's my most favorite part of the entire show. Wait, wait a
1: minute. Wait a minute. I thought what I did was... But I
3: like uh, next best is my... I think I know this. <laughs> uh, okay.
1: All right. Live from
4: Indo-American News Radio. This is Pramod Kulkarni with the latest news from Houston, the United States, India, and around the world. At the top of the news this afternoon is the heat wave blistering the entire world. The Earth recorded the hottest days ever on Monday, July 3rd, and Tuesday, July 4th. The global temperature, uh, as Jawar uh, indicated earlier today, was 62.6 Fahrenheit on Monday, and then 62.9 Fahrenheit on Tuesday. In Houston, we experienced a few days of rain and will be experiencing another 100-degree heat wave next week. The extreme weather is causing unusual conditions. In West Houston, a portion of the road collapsed in a sinkhole on Friday on Fondren Road near Westheimer. The sinkhole has expanded even more today. Ukraine is making slow but steady gains along the eastern and southern fronts in its counter-offensive against Russia. The Biden administration will be expanding Ukraine's military arsenal with the delivery of cluster bombs to help break through Russia's defensive lines. The problem with cluster bombs is that some of the unexploded ordnance can remain lethal for years into the future. Meanwhile, U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is in Beijing for talks with Chinese leaders. Yellen is seeking more cooperation from China to support existing multilateral climate initiatives, such as the Green Climate Fund. Yellen's visit follows a visit by Secretary of State Anthony Blinken to cool tensions and increase collaboration between the world's two biggest economies. Canada is taking advantage of the difficulties H-1B workers are facing in the United States by offering a new immigration scheme. Starting July 16, Canada will allow 10,000 H-1B visa holders from the U.S. to move to Canada with an open work permit. Here in Houston, HISD's new state-appointed superintendent, Mike Miles, has announced a reorganization plan that will eliminate 500 to 600 positions from the academic office. Those who get laid off might have an opportunity in Pearland. The Pearland ISD has about 100 open positions for teachers and administrators. In sports news, rain has affected play in England at the Ashes Test Series between England and Australia and the Wimbledon Tennis Tournament. Play resumed last Saturday, uh, in the cricket-Ashes game, with England bundling out the Aussies for only 224 runs. On the fifth and final day uh, tomorrow, England needs to score 224 runs with all 10 wickets in hand for its first Ashes win this year. At Wimbledon, Spain's Carlos Alcaraz beat Chile's Nicolas Jari in an epic five-setter late last night Novak Djokovic beat Paul Wawrinka in a three-set match. Earlier, in another five-set match, Andy Murray was knocked out of the tournament by Stefanos Tsitsipas. Finally this afternoon, you might want to head north for the Texas State Fair to taste some of the unique foods such as cotton candirita, a margarita infused with cotton candy, and a fruity pebble pickle, a whole dill pickle, wrapped in a fruit roll-up and coated with fruit pebble cereal. That's all the news for this afternoon. More views, discussions and music as we continue with the Indo-American News talk
1: show. Now, that doesn't sound too yummy, does it? It
3: doesn't sound appetizing at all. Pramod, would you try any of those? I think that I would try. It sound disgusting, actually. <laughs> 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 Especially the fruit pe- pebble <laughs> or, uh, p- pickle. Yeah, candorita oh, sounds good. Candorita, I don't know. I, I, like, I, I wouldn't like a cotton. I like candy cotton flavored. Candy. <laughs> you like cotton candy, uh uh-huh.
4: yeah, is good too. Yeah, but the two together
3: they don't go together. <laughs> Somehow the it's not a good combination. <laughs>
4: okay. As you wish.
3: Yeah. Well,
4: you know, Do you want... at least like funnel cakes. Ah, uh,
3: yeah.
1: That's what you get from when you know you have a you have a, a tornado going around the funnel cake. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> hey, I got something that I want to get off my chest. And uh, it is to do with—well, uh, we've got two minutes, so I can I can get this off my chest real fast. Um, Texas has been very lax in, in accepting aid from the federal government to the tune of $10 billion for expanding Medicaid. Mm-hmm. The excuse the governor gave at that time was that he said— Once the aid is no longer there, then Texas will have to shoulder all the costs. So let's not do it at all. Uh So that was like uh, during Obama's time, which would have given them at least 10 years of protection to some people who can't afford any insurance. Sure. Okay, so now, but they don't have any problems accepting aid from the federal government when it comes to boosting Internet access. Texas got $3.3 billion from the federal government, for for boosting internet access, this came from the infra, uh, the infrastructure rest, uh, 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 bill that was passed last year. So it received uh, more. The and this is after the the PUC themselves told the the governor and everyone else that they didn't have enough money to expand internet access to rural counties, but Texas accepted this and. Um, Uh, The fund aims to connect more than 8.5 million households and small businesses nationwide. Nearly 2.8 million of the households without broadband are in Texas. Mm. Okay, the the state which got the second largest is California, which got $1.9 billion. But get this. Senator John Cornyn, he vetoed the infrastructure restructuring bill. Mm -hmm. He was against it. Right. And he yet went ahead and 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 uh, uh, had no problem in accepting the money from that for the broadband funding. How hypocritical is that?
4: Yeah, and you know the reason is very political. The broadband access uh, mostly goes to rural counties where which are red, right? And the Medicaid recipients are mostly in the blue counties.
1: Yeah, I never thought of that, but promote. You're right. You're yeah. right. But that was really uh, uh, um, hypocritical. But also, Texas went ahead and uh, and used um, um, the. Well, no, that's a separate story. But here's the, the other the other thing that really boils me up. But I'm almost out of time. (laughs) 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 So I can't be boiling no more. Boil boil into the ad space. Maybe last 10 minutes. Mm. (laughs) Okay, here we go, guys. We'll be back.
2: American
1: Hello, everyone, and we're back again, and this is Indo-American News Radio. We are joined by our first guest today, Nathan Beadle and Alex Fryer, and they are both with the Harris County District Attorney's Office. Uh, we have them, uh, I think they just called in. Hi, guys. Are you there? Hey
6: there. How are you?
1: Good, good to have you on the air. So Nathan Beadle, he attended the University of Washington, Seattle, graduating for, with a Bachelor of Science in Wildlife Biology and a minor in Forest Management. He went on to receive a Juris Doctorate degree from Syracuse University College of Law and a Master of Science in Environmental Science from the State University of New York's College of Environmental Science and Forestry. Boy, that's a long name for a university. He was licensed by the State Bar of Texas in 2001. From 2000 to 2005, he worked as an intern and then a Harris County Assistant uh, District Attorney under then-district attorneys Johnny Holmes and Chuck Rosenthal, always assigned to the Trial Bureau. Um, from 2005 to 2016, he was actively engaged in private practice of law, including as a criminal defense attorney. From 2017 to 2020, he served as Misdemeanor Division Chief. He was elevated to Bureau Chief Chief in 2021, and now runs the Misdemeanor, Alternative Alternative Solutions and Environmental Divisions. And here's a short bio on Alex Fryer. Alex Fryer earned his BA in International Political Economy from the University of Texas at Dallas and his Juris Doctorate from University of North Texas, Dallas College of Law. Prior to his legal career, he served on active duty with the U.S. Army, Mr. Fryer enlisted in in 2007 and served as a rifleman and a machine gunner in Operation Iraqi Freedom. During his 12-month combat tour in Iraq, he earned multiple awards for exemplary service and performance while serving on 250-plus combat missions as an Arabic-language-enabled soldier. He served enlistments as an infantryman, civil affairs medical specialist, combat medic, an artillery man before honorably, honorably separating, in 2017. Uh, Kef Halak, Alex. Hey, Halak. <laughs> <Kef Alex.
6: laughs> Sorry, it's been a while. <laughs> Caught you. I've got he there. He wasn't expecting that.
7: <laughs>
1: but nice to have both of you with us, gentlemen. So nice. And Nathan, you've been with you with us last year.
7: I've been with you twice before actually. This will be my third time, so thanks for having me back.
1: Wow, that's nice. That's nice. Uh you know, there's uh, we've had many people from the DA's office come and and talk to us about different aspects of the law and what we should uh, or should not be doing and uh, so we're excited about the fact that you can share something about the segment that that is that we entitled Crimes and Misdemeanors. <laughs>
3: Thank you for being on our show today. Uh, You each have very different backgrounds. Nathan, yours is in uh, forest management and environmental science. And Alex, you had three enlistments in the Army. How did you each find yourselves on a path to criminal law?
7: I'll let Alex answer this one first.
6: Okay. Okay, um, Well, I joined the Army back in 2007. I don't know if uh, a lot of you remember, but there was a surge going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. at that time, a lot of people from very many different backgrounds were being scooped up into the service.
5: Uh-huh.
6: Um, one of the biggest benefits, um, that I got from the service was an opportunity to serve with people, um, from every economic background and demographic in the country. Um, one of the things, you know, uh, that comes out of that, is, especially in the situations that we find ourselves in, um, in the service, uh, is that you gain a keen understanding of, um, hopes and dreams of other people is what makes them afraid what makes them sad um you get really close to these people and understand what makes them what makes them tick and what they care about um that's an approach that i also took when i was in civil affairs which is essentially a liaison position between the military and the civil civil population and the countries that we operate in um the primary focus of that is to build trust and protect the trust between um the service members and the people that they are, are there to protect um Another big thing that I got out of the Army was uh, a core value system. In the Army, we have uh, six Army values. Um, Those values are respect, integrity, duty, loyalty, honor, and courage. Um, That's something that I believe um, that each prosecutor embodies, at least the ones that I work with, um, and something that I try to instill um, in myself as I go forward and work in this position.
5: Uh,
1: Yeah, I see. That's uh, Also... As uh, being in the army and being a rifleman and a machine gunner, also you were a uh, artilleryman. Um, boy, that that's you must have been in some really p- terrible predicaments some of those times, right?
6: No, um, absolutely, uh, more than once. Um, but one thing that comes out of that is you have to make decisions quickly, just like in prosecution. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to make officially and effectively, and at times, like in combat in prosecution, lives can be at stake, whether it's the life of the defendant or the life of the people that we're trying to protect in the community. Uh,
4: Yeah, that's true. And uh, Nathan, I have a question before you talk about yourself. Uh, What does Alex's desk look like?
7: Alex is, (laughs) I'm going to describe this as very neat and organized. (laughs) That's what I
4: thought, because he has the military discipline. I don't think
7: it's just the military. I, I bet you his mother might say he came out that way. Is, but looking at how he comports with his physical appearance, he's always dressed extremely tight and organized. Yes. Everything about it, how he goes about his job is organized that I've seen. So I'm sure that's not surprising how he answered your question to start right. off. With.
1: I, I met both of you uh, maybe a couple of months ago. At, at an event, and uh, so I was impressed at that time, and I'm I'm glad that Alex was able to join in today because we talked about possibly having him on the show. So Nathan, tell us uh, how how did your uh, your degree in environmental science and forestry prepare you for the for the law profession?
7: Well, not at all, actually. So (laughs) it wasn't my plan (laughs) at the beginning of my college experience. I I was probably going to go get my Ph.D. and study big wild animals up in Montana or Canada. That was kind of my initial plan. But I was very disappointed by the amount of federal funding that was being utilized um to study all kinds of environmental issues so i I heard you talk about that in the segment right before you were talking about some people not accepting federal dollars where they just weren't giving them out when i was coming out of undergraduate
1: oh i see
7: so i wanted to get on par with all the decision makers or the majority of the decision makers have law degrees in congress and other areas and lobbyist groups etc so i wanted to at least have an educational equivalency of several of the decision-makers and all the other entities that are helping form decisions in the country. Of course, um,
1: of course but, if you'd stayed in, in, uh, up there in Montana or, or Wyoming or whatever, you could have been fighting white supremacists.
7: Well, <laughs> yeah. although I would just strictly study non-homo sapiens. That's all I was finding. <laughs> So were Very you good. able
3: to create a dent in any of those, you know, situations that you were, you know, trying well, I to fight? <laughs>
7: yeah, I, I got sidetracked into loving criminal law mm. and wanting to make a difference. I got sidetracked my second year of law school when I interned at the Harris County DA's office. And I was actually able to try a case before I went back to my third year of law school and I didn't see myself being anywhere else. Um, I wanted to make a difference in my career, and I saw the most, I guess, specific difference I could make was with humanity. And my skill set, et cetera, seemed to work well in a trial bureau position, and I've never really looked back. I still do environmental cases, or I supervise them at least at this point, Um, and that knowledge does Aid the office in many ways because I'm not ignorant to some of the subject matters because some of those Water law violations and other pollution violations can be fairly complicated and scientific based So that's helpful, but it's by no means a high percentage of my daily activities
1: Right. I understand. So what else makes a good prosecutor both of you are prosecutors?
7: Well, let me answer that Alex. So Um, You have to be dedicated to the mission of what being an an assistant district attorney is, and that's to seek justice um, and serve the community, protect public safety. To be a good assistant district attorney, you need to be basically like Alex. You need to be motivated. You need to be intelligent. You need to be able to think on your feet quickly, and you need to put in the work because it is not a a 40-hour-a-week job. Um, I, I don't think there's many other county positions where an average work week is 60 to 80 hours a week for the trial bureau prosecutors, mm-hmm. and that's what it takes. It, it's a very simple formula. But
1: 60 to 80 to hour part. weeks.
7: Oh yes, absolutely. I, I'd be curious to, to tell Alex to tell you how many hours he's worked in the last couple of weeks.
1: Alex, tell yeah. me how many hours have you worked?
7: I, I, I couldn't count them. <laughs> I'm
6: mm-hmm. gonna, I could tell you, though, that I'm, I'll be working today and I'll be working tomorrow. I'll oh be working past five wow. all next week.
3: That's but, not
6: what the job requires.
1: You get paid time and a half?
3: No. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all all salaried yeah, folks, unfortunately. But, right? That's right. Mm.
4: But um, related to that, uh, we've heard a lot in recent months about the caseload you and your colleagues are carrying. So how's your progress on the case backlog going?
7: Uh, well, let me talk about the backlog and then I'll have Alex talk about it because he's in the most intensive caseload position that we have in terms of quantity. Okay. So I can tell you we've made significant improvements with dropping the number of active cases since about June of 2021 when COVID was still in full force. As of today, in misdemeanor courts, we're about 5,000 cases below when COVID started. Oh, ah, so that's,
4: that's an improvement. So,
7: so that's that we're at twenty-eight thousand active cases for about forty people to handle.
1: By oh, the way, wow. that's a
4: tremendous. So we're
7: significantly. Work, right? That's a lot of cases per person.
1: But now, uh, is that only in your division?
7: Yes, and I was going to talk about the felony cases. The felony cases have dropped in a similar fashion. I can't give you the exact number um, that they've dropped, but they've dropped similarly in the percentage, and they're getting close to a pre-covid number. I am aware of that. So, so both it's been significant improvements.
1: So you're down from 28,000 to how many cases now?
7: We were at 33,000 at the beginning of covid and now we're just below we're like at 28,500 cases. So nearly 5,000 cases below the beginning of covid. But I want to also stress that That doesn't really address where the backlog kind of started, which was Hurricane Harvey. Mm -hmm. Hurricane Harvey really put a huge problem. We didn't even get back into our building for almost four and a half, five years which oh, we just wow. got back into. Right. So there's, we're, we're still struggling, and I know my boss has, has told me she wants numbers to get below Hurricane Harvey levels, and believe me, we're working as hard as we can to do that.
1: But after Hurricane Harvey, unfortunately, uh, we had to deal with COVID, and you guys were out there too. At that time, kind of
7: a double whammy, you know, double Mm -hmm. whammy of extreme circumstances, because the courts actually shut down in large degree during covid. Whereas after Harvey, um, similarly, but different, you know, the amount of cases that came in during covid, I think you've heard of increases of domestic violence and other circumstances and cases like that. There were increases in serious crimes as well as misdemeanors that are public safety concern.
3: Uh, Nathan, you've talked on this show before about uh, DWIs by the numbers and the various ways these cases are handled in your office. Uh, we're in the heart of the summer, which is thought of as the party season. But there is a season for drinking and driving? Or is it all year
7: round? It is every day. Oh, yeah, that's unfortunately. Unfortunately, 365 (laughs) days a year. I think the last time I was on, I was on during the holiday period with you, and the same question is, is the holiday period a larger number? The answer is yes, slightly. Mm -hmm. But it's going to happen today. It's going to happen tomorrow. Um, Every day of the year, we get about 120 to 150 misdemeanors every day that are filed. So a large percentage of those are going to be DWIs every day.
5: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and and you deal with... DWIs and other cases, too, uh, in in your division, right?
7: Yeah, absolutely. The big ones of concern, the public safety ones, are assault family member cases. Um, Those can be quite serious cases, and some of them can be relatively minor in comparison. They have to be looked at very specifically and dealt with appropriately in all circumstances. And then you have your DWI where... You know, it's a public safety issue, driving on the road with other public members. We have many accidents involving DWIs, so you have innocent people that are struck. You have also other crimes of property, which are very concerning at the misdemeanor level, like burglary of a motor vehicle. No one likes to have their car broken into. It's a problem in in Harris County. Then you have your specific cases that are sex in some way related, like indecent exposure and indecent assault. These are all misdemeanors. But then you all have other property-related crimes where we've been able to obtain millions of dollars in restitution for victims of property-related crimes, and we do that every day. One thing I want you to ask, though, is ask Alex how many cases he's got.
5: Yeah. And uh, uh, what that
7: mention- takes, because he's the junior felony prosecutor in his court now, um, and I think you'll find that very interesting.
1: Alex, you want to take that on?
6: So, yeah, I've got about, yeah, I mean, no less than 1,500 and anywhere upwards to about 2,000 cases. Wow. Um, about yeah, no, I get about 5 to 10 new cases every day that I have to screen Whoa. Um, and make sure, uh, which goes back to how we deal with the backlog. One thing we do in this office um, is I, we could, prosecutors could not do that job without the support staff, the admin, the paralegals, mm-hmm. um, the IT folks. Do you need um, more everyone, paralegals and stuff?
7: No, we could always use more paralegals. Certainly. <laughs> just,
6: and uh, do you, we need, need
7: like more that. of everything? <laughs> we need yeah. more of everything: lawyers, paralegals, staff, IT. We need more.
4: Yeah, and do you uh, prioritize cases or is it first come, first served?
6: So, no, you absolutely have to prioritize cases. So part of, like the, uh, Nathan said, the mission here is to, you know, fact-based prosecution in the best interest of justice. Justice takes many different forms. Sometimes that form can come in, this, you know, in, the, in the form of a jail sentence. Sometimes it could be in the form of a dismissal. Um, so you have to look at the case, evaluate the facts and circumstances as quickly as possible, um, but diligently and carefully um, to make sure that you make the right decision. And if there's a way you can resolve one of these cases for quickly – um, because you see a route, uh, a route to a plea deal or a, a better solution for all parties involved, um, then you have to pull the trigger on that. Yeah. Um, there's also other cases that are more time-sensitive. There's other cases that have are, are more egregious and more serious. Um, so you want to give those the time and care that they deserve. Um, so, so it's really you, all time so management balancing act.
4: That's true. And do you depend on arbitration or out-of-court settlements to speed up these cases?
6: Well it's not necessarily to speed them up. Um, what it, you know, like I said, it's in the best interest of justice. so okay. you have to determine what an appropriate um, sentence would be, you know whether it's uh, them taking a number of classes and a number of community service and paying back restitution in return for a dismissal um, or you know uh, probation, some kind of supervised release. Um, Mm -hmm. So each one is just very tailored. It's not to speed it up, but it's just to do the right thing. Ultimately, it's it's up to the defendant to whether or not to accept the deal. Um, And as the prosecutor, you kind of just kind of hang on for the ride um, and and see what happens. So if they don't take the deal, then we go to trial, and then that's another thing.
3: Nathan, you mentioned uh, property-related cases. Uh, What exactly do you mean by property-related cases? Well,
7: any time someone's struck in a DWI case, where the defendant is oh, at property. Fault, which is about ninety eight percent of the time. I, I, I've worked three hours today, by the way, already today. Mm. And I'm trying to make sure that either the complainants were taken care of with valid insurance from the defendant, or if somebody was not insured, the defendant was not insured to make sure that a deductible is paid to the complainant. That each week um we collect thousands and thousands of thousands of dollars for those complaints but then uh, you nathan, have your property nathan, related yeah go ahead hold
1: on on that note i'm going to make you uh, hold for a minute because we're going to a commercial break when we come back we can carry on uh, we are talking to nathan Beadle and alex fryer from the harris county district attorney's office so people don't go away we'll be right back after these messages yeah.
8: Vakta nipper, sub ki bao barjate. Per
2: Maharaja jewelers may diamonds ki bao kabhi nehi birthday.
0: Dilko Rijhade, Manko Lubhade, Hesehe Maharaja ke hire, apka angan jagmagade. Maharaja Diamonds.
8: 5821 Hillcroft, 713 784 5673. Bringing Diamonds to Life.
2: American
1: news. Welcome back folks. We're joined by Nathan Beadle and Alex Fryer, both from the Harris County District Attorney's office and we're talking to them about misdemeanor's crime and misdemeanor's is the segment. And one of the things that I wanted to point out really quickly cuz they've been they have talked about DWI but some of the, the offenses and penalties for DWI are, are pretty strict. A Class B misdemeanor, uh, well, I mean, if your alcohol level is between 0.08 and 0.15, you, that's, a, that's a Class B misdemeanor, 180 days jail, $2,000 fine. If it's less than 0.15, it's a Class A misdemeanor, <laughs> one year in prison. And I'm sorry, if it's greater than 0.15 and uh, it's $4,000 fine. And if it's the second offense, if it's greater than 0.15, this is on the breath analyzer uh, scale, uh, the the second offense is the same. But the third offense is 2 to 10 years in prison, th- $10,000 fine. And work, walking while intoxicated is a $500 fine. So, Sanjali, don't walk while you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and... And there is such a thing as a pre-trial diversion, which is a six-month, cannot start a car without breath analyzer, wear ankle ankle bracelet, probation officer visits, community service. I mean, this is pretty serious stuff just for, for having a DWI, and we know how Indians like to drink scotch.
7: Yeah, and I, I think a, a key component, of, and I'm, by the way, I'm very impressed with your spouting off statutes, and that was very impressive. Well, <laughs> um, I,
1: I learned it all from the best from you, Nathan. <laughs>
7: <laughs> well, a key component here at, for first offenders is that we'd really like to not see them ever again. So that's why our pretrial intervention program is designed to give them whatever treatment they may need to address issues, because people charged with this crime range from 17 years old to I've had people in their 90s charged with this crime. So um, obviously, people in their in their later stages of life have different potential issues than a 17 to 25 year old.
1: Well, actually, the that I, I, they may pose. I had a friend who went through this pretrial diversion and he could not even start his car without breathe, <laughs> breathing into an analyzer because the car it's it's you it's know it's tied together it's tied together so he was really I, it's it's a huge inconvenience not to mention going to a probation officer visits urine tests etc cetera, etc cetera, and you pay the probation officer it's not cheap
7: it is not, and and we do work with people that have financial issues to complete the program at all times, because we don't want money to get in the way of not seeing somebody again. Yeah. Um, but there are core components that we have found to be very successful. Whereas these first offenders that enter this program, more than ninety-two percent of them, we don't see them again, and I think that is something to be very proud of. Mm-hmm. I think. This program, frankly, has probably ultimately in the long run made the county safer for people that have successfully went through it. And you, have to,
1: you have to thank M- Mothers Against Drunk Driving for making this start.
7: Yeah, they had a large component. I remember when I was a junior prosecutor in the early 2000s, they were in courtrooms quite a bit watching and monitoring everything that was going on. And obviously, you know, Harris County roads could be safer. And that's something that we're all always striving to improve.
4: Yeah, related to this uh, drunk driving problem, uh, there have been shootings at nightclubs around town, including in the Galleria area. And your boss, uh, District Attorney Kim Og, has suggested in the past that residents can help before things escalate to that point by calling law enforcement to file a report about late-night noise, litter, loitering, and such nuisance uh, what are the potential penalties for these offenses let's say trespassing and do they have a deterrent effect to more serious crimes
7: yeah trespassing if it's on property and not a a habitation or a house Mm -hmm. is a class b misdemeanor similar to dwi where it's up to 180 days in jail um and a two thousand dollar fine and yes it can have a deterrent effect Um, And and I would encourage people to actively call law enforcement when things are not appropriately taking place in and around their neighborhoods. Um, That is essential for the public safety and and the police officers to be aware of those situations. Um, In terms of the shootings, that's a much more serious thing. That's two to 20 in the penitentiary. It's called aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. So you can have anything in between there. You can have assaults. I mean, how unusual is it for, for, let's say, males between the ages of 21 and 28 to fight when they've drank too much? I mean, there's a lot of bad things that can go on between the hours of 11 p.m. and 2 a.m. in the morning when people are still being served alcohol.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. And that's when the restaurants or bars make the most money, too. <laughs> so what are
3: the most significant criminal justice issues right now in Harris County?
6: You want to take
1: that on, Alex? I mean, we've had- yeah, yeah, certainly.
6: Um so I I think one thing that we could do to um address the issues we have with um rising crime and everything kind of ties back into what we were just talking about. Um you uh is participation. Um you know, you might have heard that the jury pool is uh shrinking every year. I think about 20% of people who are served with jury summons show up, um, you know, but the participation in our criminal justice system, whether that's reporting crime um, rather than, you know, observing, um, really is what uh, our public trust is built upon. Is there um, any in,
3: penalty if people if, don't show, show up for jury
6: duty? Uh, so there are penalties. Can, it can carry a fine um, for not showing up to jury duty. Really? Um it can be, but I've, I've honestly never met a person who's gotten one.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. But, you know,
6: one thing you can, you know, you can do, and anybody who's listening, um, you know, courtrooms are all open for them. You can come down and watch uh, a trial any time, any day. Um, when one's going on, um, we live stream a lot of these courtrooms and um, the trials, and even just the general proceedings. You can watch how daily docket works.
1: Well, I'm sure um, it's my, not as much fun as the Judge as, Harvey
3: or as Law and Order <laughs> or Judge Harvey. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. Judge Judy. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: my uh, my father-in-law actually tunes would well, tunes in and would watch me um, every day instead of working for about several weeks. So uh, even well, when I left the court, Oh no, really, uh, well, wow. to watch. Well, during work. (laughs) Oh, I see.
1: So, uh, well, thank you, gentlemen. One last question before we let you go is, uh, how about what's going on well within the the DA's office at this point?
7: Well, I can tell you from a a technological standpoint, there's been a lot of improvements. Our IT department, I would put up against any Fortune 500 company, frankly. Uh So the gathering of evidence, the actual availability of the evidence quickly from police agencies that are immediately able to give us body worn cameras, dash cameras, offense reports, etc. the the IT portion of criminal justice system in Harris County is improving, I would say weekly, and that's going to speed the process of resolving cases for everybody, for the defendant and for victims, etc. So I think that's a huge improvement.
1: Right. I can well, tell you. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go ahead. Sorry.
7: No, the thing that we need, though, is we are the third largest jurisdiction by population in the United States with by far the smallest budget of anyone in the top 20 offices in terms of size across the United States. And as you know, there are serious crimes that occur here, and you need experienced prosecutors that can handle those, as well as the junior prosecutors coming up through the ranks to get the experience like Alex is getting right now. And so to put us on par with some of our equivalents like Phoenix or Chicago would be a start, but we're not even close. So yeah. that is a huge concern for us on a daily basis.
1: And, and what, what right. gets... What I don't understand is that this same concern has been voiced by the DA's office, by other people, by law enforcement, uh, and the sheriff's office, for example, the jails and everything, time and time and time again. But the money is not being, the spigot is not opening up from the Harris County Commissioner's Court, uh, and this is creating a lot of conflict. I mean, as concerned citizens, I guess we should all ask our commissioners, why this is so what do you think promote uh, certainly
7: yeah. that's the and, right thing to do and so let me just be specific about it when you have a capital murder case that involves multiple deaths, you need an experienced core group of prosecutors that is properly funded and properly experienced and properly supported to maintain public safety at the highest level and so I don't know of anything more important from a county employee standpoint to have those resources for these types of cases and what we do.
1: Yeah, I understand completely. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. We really appreciate it. By the way, Nathan and Alex and all of you guys, when they listen to the podcast, which is going to be open on Monday, it'll be available on Monday, AI is coming to your rescue. AI will be answering all these questions and doing the, everything at the speed of a of an electron, you know. So you might be, get some more rest by by taking care of AI. What's GBT?
3: Is that it? Chat well, yeah. We're already
7: working on it. We have a prosecutor that that is his job right now to get us into that next stage oh, of neat. development. Yes. So we're we're already working on it.
1: Correct. Yeah. Correct. That's great. A lot of That's people cool. are going to be out of jobs because AI is going to take it over.
3: Yeah. Hopefully, it'll escalate and facilitate, <laughs> and you know. Speed up the entire process. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: thank you, gentlemen, for taking the time from your busy week and your busy day because I know you're you're, you're working, working on cases right now, and uh, uh, we appreciate some all. rest, folks. <laughs> we appreciate all your hard work.
6: All
7: right. Thank you so much for having us. Okay. Thank Take you, sir. Care. Thank you. All right.
1: Take care.
6: Be well.
3: Bye bye. You too. Thanks. We have our next guest holding on the line, and he's no other than Zishan Bhagwadi. And Pramod is going to introduce him.
4: Yes, I'm very pleased to introduce Zeeshan. Zishan was born in Chicago to Indian Muslim immigrants. Uh, during high school, he joined the choir, both the gospel choir and the regular choir, as a sophomore. His choir director guided him towards a voice teacher, who was also an opera singer for the Chicago Lyric. Who discovered his ability for singing opera, and began prepping him for a career in opera? Zishan studied at Northwestern University's Bienen School of Music to get his bachelor's and later his master's degrees. Zishan was immediately hired by opera companies, making his debut performance in New York in Don Giovanni's Mozart opera. From Lincoln Center to Bonnaroo to the White House. Chicago native Zishan B has melded socially conscious soul with South Asian influences and gospel inflected touches. Zishan B's breakout album, Wetted, was released in April 2017 to commercial and critical acclaim, with the album debuting at number 8 on Billboard's Top 10 Albums, World Music, and peaking at number 1 on iTunes World Music Chart. Additionally, Vetted has received rave reviews from The Rolling Stone, NPR, ABC, NBC, PBS, Salon, Democracy Now!, and The Times of India. Zishan's hit single from the album Crying in the Streets, his reinterpretation of George Perkins' 1970 classic civil rights anthem, has garnered praise from The New York Times, American songwriter and Chicago Tribune. Currently, Zishan maintains his residency in both Chicago and New York City. He is excited to premiere his upcoming album, entitled, Oh, Say Can You See? The album, featuring a chamber orchestra, is a joint venture between Zishan and his friend, Preet Bharara, the former U.S. attorney for New York's Southern District and the host of Vox Media's award-winning podcast, Stay tuned with Preet. Zishan's webpage for more information, music, and video clips is at www.ZishanB.com. Welcome, Zishan.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for calling in, Zishan. You
3: have such a wonderful voice. I've already fallen in love with your voice, Zishan. (laughs) Zishan, (laughs) you you see what's (laughs) happening already? <laughs> okay. Oh, well,
1: I'm I'm flattered.
9: I really am. I'm okay. So thank you all for having me.
1: Well, so it's it's great to have you on, and I was so glad that um, that uh, Michael Buning from the Asia Society called me up and said that he was uh, uh, Yishan was going to be in concert. Did you talk about that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, and that the concert <clears throat> is on Friday, the 14th Bastille Day. Yes. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. but I'm going to France at least, uh. <laughs> right? Yeah. And but I'm going to play a, a little portion of this song, "Crying in the Streets," from Zishan. So he he gave us permission to do this. So here we go. Let's see if I can get this to work. Mm-hmm.
10: I see somebody marching, marching down the street, yeah, I see somebody marching. It's time we start
1: That was marvelous. You have one set of lungs there, man. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, and I just wanted to point out we're going to be going to a commercial break really quickly, but before the break, I wanted people to know that this is a remake of uh, the song that was written by George Perkins and performed by him, George Perkins, and the Silver Stars, 1969 at the height of the civil rights Mm. movement. And then. Uh, we're going to play another couple of songs that are even th- that are written by Shishan Stay and Brown Power later on, which will also blow your mind. I mean, I'm uh, so folks, don't go away if you want to hear more from him and his music. This is Indo American News. We'll be back in just a few minutes.
8: Masala Radio, 107.5 KGLK, HD4, Lake Jackson, and 98.7 FM, K254BZ, Fairbanks.
10: Masala!
0: New Indo-Chinese restaurant in Houston Tangra's Daughter Highway 6 at Dallas Avenue Open house this Wednesday All day Special masala menu 50% off Appetizers, soups And my favorite American chop suey, Manchurian Hot garlic Vegetable or chicken it's 100% halal And everything can be made Vegetarian Jain or Swami Narayan Tangera's Daughter.com Houston's newest Indo-Chinese restaurant Special masala menu This Wednesday 50% off Dine-in only 281-207-777 If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show.
8: I think I know this
2: Indo American
1: News. Welcome back, folks. We're talking to Jishan Bagewadi, or as his his, uh, his official name is Jishan B. Why did you abbreviate and, and go to the acronym Jishan?
9: Well, well, you know, uh, Bagewadi is uh, uh, mm-hmm. maybe too many
1: uh, in, in show business. It's maybe one too many. <laughs> too, too difficult yeah, to pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of singers, a lot of performers just go by one name, Beyonce or
3: Cardi B. But there's another B, Cardi B. Here. Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like <laughs> right, a hip hop right, artist. Right. Yes. My <laughs> case, I wanted. I didn't want to
9: completely get rid of the B because the fact that my father is from Gita <laughs> in India, that that means a lot to me, and so I didn't want to completely get rid of it so uh you yeah. might say i uh i'm, I'm double dipping you know <laughs> yes. so
3: that's the name of a region in india is it uh,
9: that's the name of actually the town in india um in Belgaum district oh yeah town where my father was born
1: and your mom is from H- hyderabad
9: my mother's actually she grew up in mumbai but her parents are hyderabadi um my grandparents um Rest their souls. They were both from Hyderabad Dakkan, and um, you know, I was very fortunate to have grown up uh, with them. They lived with us for um, periods of time, and they taught me so much about India and um, made me very proud of oh, uh, proud of my heritage.
4: That's great. So, um, so do you know any Canada, uh, Zishan?
9: I I wish I <laughs> wish I spoke Kannada. The thing is, I. I I speak Urdu. Um Urdu is the, the language uh most my parents grew up in Urdu. Right. Yeah, Japanese. that's
4: what you speak at
9: uh, home. And and my my grandparents um they taught me how to read it when I was a kid. Oh, okay. so, um so I speak Urdu very well. Um but when I would visit my dad's family uh in Karnataka um when we'd go out to the bazaar uh, and go out anywhere other than home. You know, they would just translate the, for me in Canada. So I never, I never got to learn uh, that language um, to to keep up the same way I did with Urdu. And so I, sure. um, I, I wish I did, uh, but I've learned a few words here and there. But Urdu. India, I'm much
3: more comfortable. Oh, okay. So, uh, Zishan, I notice you're still so anchored to your roots. I saw you performing this song in our regular shalwar kameez, you know. So, and <laughs> yes, I also saw nice. you on the harmonium, and your it must uh-huh. be your family, you know, in the in the video clip. Uh-huh. So, uh, tell us a little bit more about you know all the background in the Indian, uh, you know, music, and what else do you do besides soul music kind of. Like, do you do well, any, like, Ghazal or Sufi or um Kawali-type stuff?
9: I did it one time when I was, uh, you know, uh, when I was growing up, uh, you know, there were, my, my parents listened to a lot of, they had a very eclectic taste in music, they listened to a lot of stuff, but, um of course, in addition to listening to R&B and, you know, American folk and British rock and all the stuff that they liked, they also... You know, being immigrants, they certainly felt the sense of nostalgia and hankering for, you know, uh, the old country, shall we say. And, um, because of that, um, you know, I got a very strong dose of, uh, Mehdi Hasan, Kishore Kumar, Lataji, Asha Bhosle, R.D. Berman, um, F.D. Berman, Manade. Day. I mean, you, those are just, the, I mean, those are, in the commercial sphere, in the classical sphere, I listed Medias and Vincent Joshi, Malika Jun Mansur. My father was always proud that he, he came from Karnataka, which is where, um, you know, a lot of those um, great classical singers of India, like Vinson Joshi and Kumar Gandharva, they all came from there. And um, uh so, you know, it, it was sort of something I just grew up around. And then when I went to study music at the conservatory, I... Um, On the weekends, I would moonlight and sing ghazals, geet, bhajan um, at, you know, community events, uh, the, uh, the, you know, uh, uh, India Day parades and fashion shows or weddings or whatever. (laughs) Very interesting situations I found myself in. But those were very good for me when I was a young, when I was a teenager and just starting out in in my musical career and um, they gave me a lot of experience in terms of you know honing my craft on stage and you know i had to learn urdu i had to take it to another level at that point to know stage urdu and and i feel lucky that i grew up learning how to read it because at that point you know um uh you know for example i would have to sing guzzles and then you know, auntie comes on stage with the formation, she puts it on a piece of paper. <laughs> you, know, you, you, you know, you know, and it's uh, you know, and 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 it's daunting. You you you, you want to have cred, you want to be legit, and so fortunately, I was able to, you know, uh, decipher uh, what I they were. I was able to, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was able to do justice, or at least I thought I was
5: mm-hmm. uh, at the
9: time. But I, those were always, those are part of my not just my musical DNA, but just my, my actual physiological DNA being, um, you know, my parents being, um, you know, from, uh, shall we say the Indus river Valley civilization. And, uh, you know, and so, uh, those things are all, I've always, I've always just been part of me is what I like to eat what I like to cook. Um, you know, I, uh, I, uh, my wife says I look very good in the me <laughs> because it just looks natural. They see at
3: me. heart, basically. You know, so. yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry? They see at heart.
9: Yeah. And you can't, the way I look, I mean, I can't hide it, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just, yeah. um, right. You know, there's, it's, just uh, it's so, it's such a part of me. And I've learned to, at the years. And that, you know, growing up in America, I think, um, you know, it's, uh, being american-born i still consider myself very much an american product but um you know and and throughout life i've had to kind of um find my way you know and it's not always been easy to understand where i fit in with all of it but i found by embracing all the good things about um indian culture um and 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 um imbibing them in my in my life uh, i think uh, has has been very rewarding
4: yeah, and Zishan, uh, why don't you tell us about the your upcoming album, which is entitled "Oh Say Can You See," and it's a collaboration between you and uh, Preet Bharara.
9: Yeah, uh, well, it's it's interesting because I during the pandemic I listened to a lot of uh, recordings, um, particularly with orchestration with big orchestras and. I mean, I've always listened to the recordings with orchestras, but for one reason or the other during the pandemic, any any songs that had, you know, I'd say medium to large orchestrations on them, they just gave me a lot of comfort. And, um, you know, so I'm talking about Sinatra. I'm talking about Dean Martin. I'm talking about Ella Fitzgerald, um, Curtis Mayfield. Dan Cook, I mean, you know, the, the great Duke Ellington, the greats here in America, but also um, is Mahmoud Rafi and Kishore Kumar and Sun and, you know, Lataji, they all performed with orchestras. And it was Noshad or Madan Mohan or uh, uh, Shankar Jaikishan that were making these beautiful orchestrations. And so during COVID, I thought, this next album I want to do, I want to have a full orchestra. Um, and i don't want any shortcuts you know nowadays in show business you know you can mi- you can take a violin and record it 10 times and make it sound like an orchestra and yeah, it sound great right. but it won't right but it won't have the um that shimmery kind of that sparkly sound that you get when you put a bunch of strings together in real life and that that's the aspect of human collaboration and so um you know i wrote a lot during covid it was a very prolific Period for me, as far as writing, it's all I could do, um, and so during that time I wrote a lot of music. And then when COVID ended, I, you know, I, I got into the studio. And then at the same time, uh, Priest uh, is a Priest is a is a good friend of mine, and he's a very ardent supporter and uh, a mentor to me in a way. And uh, um, you know, he comes to my shows, and you know, and we. Came up with this crazy idea of why don't we do an album together? But
1: Preet he's doesn't he's, sing. Well, what? I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Preets not a singer, right? <laughs> he's not
9: a singer, but he's been making
1: um, some very
9: interesting forays into, um, shall we say, show business, because uh, his, his podcast has done very well. Oh. And he, you know, had won a Webby Award uh, last year, and um, you know, and. Uh, he has all kinds of guests on his show, and you know he does public appearances with them in you know very prestigious venues in in New York and other places. And
1: well, uh, now you've been on his podcast, yeah. and now you're on our podcast, so we have something in common. Right.
4: And uh, <laughs> well, I
9: haven't. I, I, have the, uh, I should correct you. I haven't been on his podcast yet. We hopefully, when the album comes out, we'll be doing that. But basically, you know, he's he's been making forays he's also now executive producing um a a TV series about um he got a writing deal with Paramount plus he's um, you know exec- he's producing a TV show about southern district of new york oh, and um interesting. and you know so he's and you know robert de niro is attached to that deal so it's it's a, it's a really he's making some really interesting um forays into this this you know to what is i guess my industry and so and we, he and I, you know, are uh, I should say, um, we 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 click a lot in terms of our, our desire for justice and um, our study of history, and where um, we're we're, uh, we're we're just we're very good friends, and um, it just came uh, this collaboration just came about. So so Jishan uh, so uh,
4: Preet made some suggestions, um, musical suggestions for the album.
9: You know um he's yes, he has, and uh you know he's he's very gracious about it he's very um is very thoughtful, very insightful and um and I take those suggestions very seriously he I don't think he you know he's not wont to get into the nitty gritty of the music, it's more philosophical ideas about you know um the nature of certain songs, like the song being more anthemic or being more in the gospel tradition or more in the, uh, soul tradition or more in the Indian tradition. And we have long discussions, um, you yeah. know, usually late at night about, um, you know, the, the, the music, the, 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 the sort of cerebral aspect of, of music. Yeah. And, um, and, and so he, he has been great to, to work in that way, and he's, he's been making great suggestions. He's given lyrical ideas
1: as well. Right. Jishan, um, um, yeah, we're going to be running out of time. We've got a couple of other things that we want to talk about. I
3: had a couple, uh, two quick questions. One is, uh, so OSEC, OSEC can and you see, is more anthemic in nature is what I'm gathering. And the other question is, what can people look forward to in your concert, which is going to be held on Friday, July 14th? at 7.30 p.m. at the Asia Society? Uh, what, what will they be looking forward to?
9: Well, I think, um, you know, for, for people who love the sound of, um, who love pulsating music, who love uh, music that stirs your soul, this is, uh, this is the place to be. And um, I will be bringing uh, my regular four-piece band, piano, drums, bass, guitar, um, wonderful musicians from New York and Chicago who I work with very closely. We're, and um, I'm going to be collaborating with four, uh, African American singers from, uh, from Houston who are local to mm-hmm. Houston. They're going to be singing as well. They're going to be joining me. And so it's going to be a, a melding of,
5: mm-hmm. of
9: cultures and aesthetics in a way that's distinctly American. And, uh, uh, and, um, I guess, uh, you know, for anybody that loves live music and, um, and, uh,
3: uh, uh, will you be singing watch. mainly from your albums? The two well, albums? I, I, I will be,
9: I will be singing. Yes, I will be singing a smattering of, uh, of songs from, uh, from Vedic, from uh, my first album, from Mel's Matic, my second one. And then, um, we're going to be previewing, previewing some, uh, new songs from the upcoming album that I'm doing with Preet. Oh.
1: Um, Oh. And
9: we're really excited to give them the, the light of day.
1: Okay, As Jishan, I'm going to play a, a clip from Brown Power and b- because we're going to be running out of time very shortly. But folks, this is Jishan B., Brown Power. Okay, sorry, that's not the right one.
3: <laughs> not Jolie, give me that, That's not <laughs> brown.
1: I that's <laughs> that's a, the wrong color brown. <laughs>
3: autobiographical song sounds
1: like jishan there's there's <laughs> in both the songs of the both the tracks we played there is the civil rights movement coming right out is the, this
3: is his song this is he r- says Bagawadi and you no, know
1: this this is the of title you know. of the song is brown power but but essentially you're talking about the people who have been downtrodden and they need they need this the yeah. the space they need their of course. footprint yeah and of so course. we're, and we're
9: all in, in that
3: social messaging in your songs. So
1: yeah, this, I, I'm,
9: that's a big part of my music.
3: Right, right. I, the
1: videos are very nicely done, guys. Yeah. Everyone listening, you can you can go to YouTube and check this out. Zishan, it's spelled Z Zishan B.
3: Z e s h a n b dot com.
1: Not, not .com. Just yeah, that's his website. I'm talking about the songs on YouTube. Okay, but if he goes to you his put website... And you put it in and it's called uh, Brown Power, Stay and Crying in the Streets. Those if, are the ones that... Be, if you
3: go to his webpage, you'll get all his songs.
1: Sanjali is always correcting me, Zishan. Can you
3: write a star? Can you write a song about this? <laughs> yes, make you, you a song give her so for us. so
4: much to correct, you know. <laughs> yeah, see, Zishan agrees with me. <laughs> yeah, Zishan, make a song
9: for our radio show.
3: Oh, that would be oh, so I'd, wonderful. I, I'd have, love that. I'd love yeah. that. And
9: I, you know, uh, it's wonderful what you guys do, and um, it's. Uh, uh, I always enjoy speaking to my people, and uh, thank you for. For, uh, so are you for touring
3: elsewhere besides Houston? Well,
1: Jishan, we're out of time. But oh, thank you okay. so much for, uh, you. for calling in and we enjoyed it. We look forward to seeing you again on another future uh, program or maybe at the Asia Society itself.
3: And all the best for everything. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you,
1: sir. All right. Okay, Bye. bye-bye.
8: To go with Bento Box and Uber Eats. Mahesh's Kitchen.com. Catering for 300 Mahesh's Kitchen. A tribute to Mahesh Puranic.
2: Indo-American
3: News Welcome back everyone You are listening to Indo-American News Radio and we are very fortunate and privileged to have with us Ruma Devi today and she is quite well known, world famous. I saw her on KBC, I've seen her on Indian Idol and I'm starstruck So anyway, let me give you a brief intro about Ruma. Ruma was a child when she lost her mother and being brought up in a household where it was difficult to make ends meet. She was in class 8 when she dropped out of school upon her family's insistence and got intensely involved in household chores. This also meant traveling 10 kilometers every day to fetch water. By the time she turned 17, she had already been married she lost her first child because of lack of access to health care in rural India. Ruma's destiny changed when she used her survival instinct to sell stitched clothes to earn an income to support her second child and passion to showcase her special embroidery which she learned from her grandmother. She formed a group of women and managed to collect 100 rupees in order to buy raw materials to make handbags with her special hand embroidery. Ruma Devi Foundation established in the year 2021 with the vision of rural development through various initiatives in the sector of livelihood, education, health, and infrastructure. As an expert craftsman, she has trained more than 30,000 plus women artisans from 250 plus villages of Thar region of Rajasthan. Her organization that supports the livelihoods of thousands of women artisans is already a supplier to a few global retailers and fashion designers. Welcome to our show. We are so happy to have you with us. So, uh, we will probably break into Hindi and English.
1: Rumaji, Ji, are in Florida.
3: You
1: are Florida. You are You are Florida. You are You 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 are
3: You You
1: ओके संचाली की हिंदी बंगाली से बड़ी हुई है
3: वो हिंदी and so will you
1: नहीं तो आपका बीमार्य मैं ऑन कर देता हूँ और रोमा जी आपका ऑन अभी तो आप फ्लोरिडा से अभी आई है ना
11: जी फ्लोरिडा so उसके बाद मैं सालूजी और जितेंद्र जी से मिलने ह्यूस्टन आना था तो एक दो दिन के लिए हम ह्यूस्टन आए
1: मगर आप पहले भी आ चुके मुझे हैं मुझे पता है आप यहां कोई कोई प्रथम का गया था ये पता नहीं क्या
12: था नहीं ये माहेश्वरी सम्मेलन,
1: सम्मेलन, सम्मेलन
3: में, में
1: गेस्ट वो पिछले साल था नवंबर पिछले नवंबर में था
12: मैंने और दो-तीन इवेंट्स लोकल अटेंड की थी लेकिन मेनली महाश्री सम्मेलन अच्छा अच्छा
1: अच्छा तो मैंने मेरा क्या वीडियो देखा हुआ आपके बारे में हां हो सकता है वो सकते हो, हो सकता है कि कहीं वो देखा होगा क्योंकि मैं कन्वेंशन में मैं नहीं था मगर आप अभी जैन कन्वेंशन भी गए थे वहां अपना बताया आप के काम करते
12: तो वहां पर आर्ट ऑफ लिविंग के श्री श्री रविशंकर थे और आप थे स्पीच अच्छा अच्छा
1: अच्छा अच्छा तो अभी या यूसन में आप फंडरेजिंग के लिए आए हैं या वैसे सोशल विजर है
11: नहीं हम मिलने के लिए आए हैं अच्छा अच्छा फंड्स हम मानते नहीं हैं हम
3: अच्छा काम कर रहे हैं तो लोग अपने आप साथ में जुड़ते
5: जाते
1: हैं है
3: तो, तो आपके तो सारा यू नो इंटरवर्ल्ड में बहुत सारे दोस्त होंगे अभी
11: <laughs> बिल्कुल अच्छे का, अच्छा काम करने के लिए अच्छे लोग मिल जाते हैं साथ में जुड़ जाते हैं
1: मगर ये आपने जो आइडिया जो आया था आपको कि भई अपनी तर, ये इसके बरकलाफ़ आपके जो मर्द लोग थे या फ़ैमिली थी वो इसके हक में थे या नहीं हक में थे
11: उनकी सपोर्ट मिली हाँ? नहीं शुरुआत में तो नहीं मिली लेकिन जब मैं काम करने शुरू किया क्योंकि सबको विश्वास नहीं था कि ये क्या काम कर लेगी लेकिन जब काम शुरू हुआ और अच्छे से काम होना शुरू
1: मगर शुरू-शुरू में उन यही वो सोच रहे होंगे कि घर का काम कौन संभालेगा और आप कैसे ये काम करेंगी ये ऐसी सोचा होगा बिल्कुल
11: वहां पे ऐसा है कि महिलाएं घर से बाहर निकल के कुछ काम करें ये वहां पे पॉसिबल नहीं था क्योंकि महिला को घर का काम करना है बच्चों को संभालना है पशुपालन का काम करना है वहीं तक सीमित
1: तो ये कौन सी मूवी है यार जिसमें मैंने ये कहानी पहले देखी हुई है नहीं ये सुई
12: का मूवी उनकी कहानी पे बनी हुई
1: है अच्छा आ, अच्छा आ, अच्छा आ, अच्छा आ, सुई मूवी अच्छा उनकी कहानी पर ही बनी है तभी मैं सोच रहा हूं कि ये पहले देखा हुआ है
3: खरीदने के लिए कितना हेल्प थे,
4: थे हाँ.
12: हाँ. Yeah,
11: David
4: Dhawan and आ, आ, Anushka. आ,
11: no, 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 अच्छा
3: अच्छा no, 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 अच्छा ये मुझे पता नहीं no, no, and no, 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 no,
11: नहीं फैशन डिजाइनर के साथ मैं काम नहीं कर रहे हैं लेकिन फैशन डिजाइनिंग का काम कर रहे हैं
3: अच्छा तो और, और थोड़ा बोलिए इसके
11: नहीं, बारे में
1: वही तो चीज है कि इन्होंने खुद अपने आप को अपने आप को बढ़ाया है अपने आप को यानी कि मजबूत किया है और तरह-तरह की चीजें सिखाई हैं जैसे मिसाल के तौर पर जो आपने कपड़े डाले हुए हैं
11: इस कस्टम डिजाइन किया है इस पे वर्क नहीं है लेकिन maximum हैंड एम्ब्रॉयडरी के कपड़े पहनते हैं
1: अच्छा तो क्योंकि इसके ऊपर तो एम्ब्रॉयडरी है नहीं
11: नहीं इसमें नहीं है इसमें सिर्फ कस्टम डिजाइन किया
1: है तो तो आपका डिजाइन जो एम्ब्रॉयडरी का होता है या एक्चुअली actually... एम्ब्रॉयडरी
12: और एप्लीक कटवर्क अच्छा
11: जी। अच्छा तो आ, जी आप कुछ थे पहनने के कपड़े बनाए जो ज्यादा लोग खरीदेंगे So तो यही सोच के हमने साड़ी कुर्ते दुपट्टे ये बनाने शुरू किए थे लेकिन उस टाइम ज्यादा लोगों को समझ में नहीं आ रहा था कि पहने हुए कैसे लगेंगे तो किसी ने बोला कि आप फैशन शो करिए मैंने कहा फैशन के तो नाम से ही हम डर लगता था <laughs> हम जो हम प्रोडक्ट बना रहे हैं उसी का हम रैंपो करवा सकते हैं वही
3: दिखाया मूवी में लास्ट सीन में करेक्ट लेकिन
11: करेक। वहां पे फिर दिक्कत ये थी कि एक आर्टिजन को फैशन का मौका कहां मिलेगा फैशन तो बड़े डिजाइनर्स लोग हैं वो कर रहे हैं या कोई एबॉडी लोग हैं वो कर रहे हैं लेकिन मैंने ये सोचा कि कहीं ना कहीं मुझे ये करना चाहिए तो राजस्थान में ही उस टाइम राजस्थान हेटेज भी हो रहा था वहां जाके हमने रिक्वेस्ट किया कि हमें फैशन करना है जी तो उन्होंने बोला आप आर्टिजन हो यहां पे तो डिजाइनर्स लोग आ रहे हैं उनके साथ में आप कैसे फैशन कर पाओगे तो वहां पे हमने जिद की नहीं हमें एक बार आप मौका दीजिए तो क्योंकि डिजाइनर लोग हैं वो तो अपना कलेक्शन अपने हिसाब से बनाते तो ये सब कुछ है, आपने
1: कैसे सीखा
11: हाँ तो फिर हमने सोचा कि हम और बड़े एंजॉय से हेल्प मांगते हैं कि वो इसमें हमारे हेल्प करें तो हमने तो वहाँ जाके बोला तो उन्होंने भी यही बोला कि रोमा जी ये आपका लेवल नहीं है ये आप जित छोड़ दीजिए आप जहां पे फिल्म में काम करें वही आपके लिए बेटर है अच्छा तो उस टाइम बड़ा दुख हुआ कि कोई मदद करने वाला नहीं है लेकिन मैंने ये ठान लिया ये फैशन मैं जरूर करूंगी तो फिर आपके
1: मदद के लिए कौन आया
11: फिर हमने खुद ने ये कलेक्शन बनाया जैसा हमें समझ में हमने कलर लिया और कॉस्ट्यूम डिजाइन किया उसके बाद में हमें ऐसा लग रहा था कि ये किसी को पसंद नहीं आएगा लेकिन मुझे ये पूरा विश्वास था कि मुझे खुद को पसंद है तो बाकी लोगों को भी आ सकता है तो
1: ये सारे जो कॉस्ट्यूम जो जो डिजाइन हैं ये आपके दिमाग से यारे सारे
11: तो फिर हम जैसे ही हमारे प्रोडक्ट रैंप पे आए तो सारी ऑडियंस डिजाइनर सब खड़े होकर तालियां बजाने शुरू की और उसके बाद में पांच डिजाइनर बाड़मेर पहुंचे अपना कलेक्शन बनाने के लिए तो उनको उनको
1: कॉस्ट्यूम के कट वगैरह जो है आउटफिट के कट्स अच्छे लगे थे या जो आपके एम्ब्रॉयडरी थी नहीं Wow. जी
11: उसके बाद मैं डिजाइनर ऑफ द ईयर का
1: won the title TFI designer of the year 2019
12: ये नारी शक्ति पुरस्कार जो मिला था जवाहर जी जी ये
1: तो और
3: अब तो आप कितने लोगों के लिए हार्वर्ड में
12: बुलाया गया था उनको हार्वर्ड में गए वे स्पीच
3: और स्टेट
1: ब्रांड बैसलर फॉर राजीविका
11: ब्रांड एंबेसडर राजीविका राजीविका में लगभग ढ़ाई लाख समूह बने हुए हैं और 28 लाख महिलाएं जुड़ी हुई है उसका ब्रांड एंबेसडर बना के मुझे नई जिम्मेदारी
1: तो आपको ये टाइम कैसे मिलता है सारो कुछ करने के लिए
11: आ, पूरी टीम है और बाकी हम सबसे संपर्क में रहते हैं कैसे करना है क्योंकि ट्रैवल मैं घूमने के लिए नहीं कर रही हूं मैं काम के लिए ही कर रही
1: हूं स्प्रेड द वर्ड तो टीम आपकी कहां है बैठी हुई है इस वक्त
11: या बाड़मेर में अच्छा राजस्थान
1: तो कितने को हैं आपकी टीम में लोग हैं सॉरी महिलाएं हैं
11: नहीं कुछ एंड्स भी हैं जो पढ़ी लिखी हैं आगे मार्केटिंग का काम कर सके और uh, मैक्सिमम महिलाएं हैं बाकी जो हमारे साथ में 30,000 हजार महिलाएं जुड़ी हुई हैं वो अपने-अपने घर से काम करती
3: हैं तो ये सभी उधर ही हैं वो राजस्थान में ही है और कहीं नहीं है
11: इंडिया नहीं, में अभी अभी ये
4: राजस्थान
1: में ह बिल्कुल तो <laughs> मैं जानना चाहता हूं कि ये सारा कुछ जो आपका सेल्स होता है आप अभी काफी बढ़ गया है आपका बिजनेस काफी बढ़ गया है तो ये सारा जो सेल्स होता है ये इकट्ठे करके आप जो जो गांव में औरतें बैठी हुई हैं उनको यानी कि आप बांटते हैं उनको या मैं ये मॉडल किस तरह का है
11: ये हमारा ज्यादातर काम है डेवलपमेंट का क्योंकि हम पहले महिलाओं को क्यों महिलाओं को काम करना आता है लेकिन उनको मार्केट के हिसाब से प्रोडक्ट तैयार करना कैसे कलर थीम लें क्या क्वालिटी मेंटेन रखना है तो ये सारी चीजें सिखाने के लिए उनको पहले ट्रेनिंग देनी पड़ती है हुँ. तो पहले स्किल की ट्रेनिंग फिर डिजाइनिंग की ट्रेनिंग फिर उनको मार्केट से करवाते हैं एक्सपोजर विजिट करवाते हैं उसके बाद में जो महिला है उनको हम के साथ में या के और जो बिल्कुल खुद सक्षम नहीं है जैसे एकल महिला है या विधवा महिलाएं हैं तो उनके लिए हमारे एनजीओ के थ्रू सेल होती है उनके लिए फिर हम रो मटेरियल उपलब्ध करवाते हैं फिर उनको डिस्ट्रीब्यूट करते हैं फिर जब बनता है तो वापस कलेक्ट कर लेते हैं तो
1: आप एक तरह के अपने आप से एनजीओ और कुछ करने को मिलता है साथ कुछ
12: तो उनकी जो ऑर्गेनाइजेशन है तो एक तो एनजीओ है और एक दूसरी ऑर्गेनाइजेशन है उसमें problem is that the problem कंपनी that जी 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 that the problem is 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 that उन सब में प्रोग्राम से पैसा लगता है अच्छा
4: चेतन जी आप आ, इनको आ, कैसे मदद करते हैं
12: तो मैंने जब मालूम पड़ा मुझे नवंबर में जब आई थी जी जी पहली बार आ, मुलाकात हुई थी तो फिर मैंने जाके देखा कि काम कितनी समस्या है डेजर्ट के अंदर क्योंकि वहां तो गांव बहुत दूर-दूर हैं आप वहां गए हुए हैं क्या तो वहां पर आप से हैं मैं वहां से तो वहां पर जो गांव हैं वो इतने इतने दूर हैं या फिर इनके सब लोग जाते हैं ट्रेनिंग देने के लिए अलग-अलग गांव में डेजर्ट mm. में 33000 आप 250 विलेज तो वो एक बड़ा आ, मतलब मुश्किल, मुश्किल काम, काम है हाँ। क्योंकि ऑर्डर्स मिलते हैं तो करना उन महिला आर्टिजंस को ये इनको सब ट्रेनिंग देना है, देन
3: है। में क्या
12: हैं तू सोच रही उंट के ऊपर जाते हैं क्या? पता नहीं पूछ, पूछने में कोई या। या। नहीं बैंस अब राजस्थान बढ़ गया या तो फिर हमने नहीं, नहीं सोचा आप कुछ बोलना
3: चाह
11: रही थी मैंने कहा शुरुआत की तब तो वैन वगैरह कुछ नहीं थी हाँ सी
3: अब भी हो गया है क्योंकि इतनी काम बढ़ गया है पर
1: शुरुआत कब हुई थी कौन से
3: साल म आप आप, आप संचालिका को भी थोड़ा हेल्प कर दीजिए सॉरी जितेंद्र यू वर यू वर सेइंग समथिंग हम्म मैं
12: कह रहा था तो हमने सोचा कि इनके लिए सबसे एक बहुत जरूरी चीज है कि वहां पर इनके लिए एक ऐसा सेंटर बनाया जाए जहां वो महिलाएं आए <laughs> और वो ट्रेनिंग भी ले लें वहां पे इनकी हो जाए एक वो क्या फलोनिश के नाम क्या है होप फॉर वुमेन अच्छा तो वो क्राफी काम रूमा जी को सपोर्ट करेगी प्लस यहां लोकल जो वेटरन्स वुमेन हैं जिनको पीटीएसडी वगैरह इशू है हम उनके साथ भी टाई कर रहे हैं तो होप फॉर वुमेन केवल इंडिया में नहीं हां लोकल भी दोनों जगह ये रूमा जी का है कि लोकल भी पर,
1: सपोर्ट कर पर वही
12: जो मॉडल इंडिया में महिला कारीगरों का है वो तो उनका ही है यहां तो महिला कारीगर वाली उतना प्रॉब्लम है नहीं लेकिन यहां महिलाओं को दूसरी प्रॉब्लम है जेंडर इनइक्वालिटी की प्रॉब्लम है या फिर जो महिलाएं आर्मी में नेवी में सर्व करके आई हैं वो
1: पीटीएसडी
12: अगर वो अब सिविलियन लाइफ में आ मैं
1: तो ठीक है मैं आप माफ कीजिए थोड़े मेरे केवल मिनट रह गए हैं तो मैं जरा इनकी तरफ दोबारा फोकस करना चाहता हूं कि आप अभी जब आपके आगे के प्लान क्या है
11: आगे इसको
1: और ब, कितना बढ़ता जाएगा ये मेरा मतलब
11: क्योंकि मुझे महिलाओं के लिए काम करना है और जितने ही महिलाएं हैं उनको मैं कोशिश करूंगी कि आगे उनके राइट्स मिले उनको और उनको ऐसा प्लेटफॉर्म मिले कि वो खुद सक्षम हो और अपना घर चलाने अपने बच्चों के लिए वो कुछ करना चाहे तो वो खुद कर सके जी. क्योंकि महिलाओं के साथ में होता ये है कि सुबह से साम काम करती है लेकिन खुद के लिए भी हाथ में नहीं तो
1: बच्चे को कौन
11: नीव घर बैठे काम करती है तो सब साथ-साथ वर्क फ्रॉम फैमिली
3: में रहते <laughs> यानी कि बच्चों
1: को देखभाल के लिए वो खुद ही करती हैं
3: तो आप क्या देश में और आ, आ, शहरों में गांव में फैलाना चाहते हैं क्योंकि क्योंकि अलग-अलग
11: जगह की अलग-अलग क्राफ्ट है तो क्राफ्ट को भी जिंदा रखना है प्रकार और संस्कृति को जिंदा रखने के लिए इन चीजों को रोजगार से जोड़ना बहुत जरूरी है आपने
1: इसके जिक्र किया तो मुझे ध्यान आया कि बिनारस में बनारसी साड़ी जो बनती है की साड़ी बनने की जुकारी कर हैं वो खत्म होते जा रहे हैं
11: खत्म होते जा रहे हैं तो वही खत्म नहीं होने देना है यही काम करना है हमें
1: क्योंकि टाटा टाटा ने शुरू किया था टाटा ग्रुप जो है ना उनका होटल ग्रुप नहीं उन्होंने सपोर्ट करना शुरू किया था तो आप एक तरह से ये राजस्थान में ऐसे कर रहे हैं बहुत,
3: बहुत आपकी सब डिजाइन की आईडिया है देखिए आप तो
11: इतनी जगह जाते हैं देखते हैं लोग क्या पसंद करते हैं किस तरीके के कपड़े पहनते हैं क्या कलर पहनते हैं तो ये सारे आइडियाज यहीं से आता है
1: पर एक्चुअली मैं uh, मैं इतना समझता हूं कि राजस्थान में इतनी कड़क धूप के नीचे उनके बरंगे सारे रंग निकल आते हैं तरह-तरह तो उनके कपड़े भी होते हैं उनके जो होते हैं भी उसी तरह होते हैं तो बहुत सारे मुल्कों इसका आ, वो लोग population captivate हो गई है यानी पकड़ी गई है इन रंगों से क्या सोचते हैं आप? That
3: is true राजस्थान yeah. के colours it's known for its bright colours yeah. so, तो तो वहाँ
11: पे घर इन... इस तरीके से बने होते हैं ना जो वो ज़्यादा गर्म नहीं होते हैं अंदर से बहुत ठंडा रहता है मिट्टी के लकड़ी के इस तरीके के घास पूँछ के ऊपर वो सत होती है तो जैस गर्मी से उनको राहत मिले इसी तरीके से घर बने हुए हैं तो वो ज्यादा प्रॉब्लम नहीं है लेकिन ये सही बात है कि वहाँ पे डायरेक्ट धूप आती है और अगर बाहर रख दे तो उनका कलर सेंस भी हो जाता है
1: <laughs> तो जी देखिए आपने बहुत हमें टाइम दिया अपना क्योंकि इतनी दूर से आए हैं आप थोड़ी देर के लिए आप हमारे पास आए सब बाकी सुनने वालों को हम चाहते थे कि पता चले कि आपका काम कैसे चल रहा है आप किस तरह से या अपने बिजनेस को फला फला रही हैं जितना जी बहुत-बहुत मेहरबानी आप इनको लेके आए है
3: हमारा कमर्शियल ब्रेक का बहत शुक्रिया जवाहर इट्स टाइम कमर्शियल
1: ब्रेक ये क्या है तुम्हारे लिए कुछ स्पेशल
2: वाओ डायमंड नेकलेस महाराजा से guess ka matlab hamara agla vacation cancel
0: are nahi har cheez ke but bade hain lekin maharaja mein diamonds ke bhav bilkul nahi bade to necklace bhi tumhara aur vacation bhi
8: wow i love you maharaja jewelers 5821 hillcroft 7137845673 bringing diamonds to life
1: crime
2: American
1: News Welcome back folks this is Indo American News Radio and that was our first foray into doing an interview in in the tabo- We are
3: in our sports and movies uh, section so is promote right? did you watch any movies or watch any sports Oh uh,
4: I definitely watch sports I watched the Third uh, Ashes Test match.
3: Yeah, I watched it too today. And then it got de- delayed so many times yeah, by rain.
4: There was a rain delay. Yeah, which took a long time. But I think uh, the time that was uh, allocated, that was left, did achieve results. Uh, the Aussies were all out for yes. I think something like two twenty four. Right. And uh, two twenty four is the. Um, the runs needed tomorrow
3: 251 yeah tomorrow yes they lead by 250 runs so yeah they have to score 251 to win right but
4: uh, uh, I think they're like 27 for no loss Crowley
3: and Duckett are doing really well yeah so Duckett was like you know so um, hopefully scoring uh, lots of 4s so yeah
4: Yeah. uh, usually on the 5th day you know the wicket is very tricky
3: is it? yeah so uh, so what do you think the chances are who's going to win this time?
4: I think it's 50-50. You
3: know, what I saw on the uh, that, whatever the, yeah, the, the predictor. predictometer, yeah, yeah. they say that England's chances are better tomorrow. Yeah, I they think, need the victory for sure. Yeah,
4: Of course, otherwise it's a washout.
3: Exactly. The Australians have played really well though, you have yeah. to admit.
4: They're a dominant team, but I think England, uh, at least for this third test, uh, they might have a chance to win tomorrow
3: let's see let's see so and then tomorrow are you watching be, the women's uh, uh
4: occasionally from time to time but they're also delayed australia by rain. is very dominant
3: right and today their match also at lord's got delayed by rain so, yeah yeah
4: so i think it's raining throughout and that was England. a t20 and yeah.
3: then I'm also watching the ICC qualifying matches. And I don't know if you watched any of them, Pramod. So the uh, first spot was taken by uh, Sri Lanka quite a while back. Uh-huh. But then the, there was a tussle between uh, who's going to be in, you know, getting the second spot. Because only two teams qualify. West so Indies has been doing really badly. Yeah. But uh, And then uh, I was rooting for Zimbabwe because the matches are being played in Zimbabwe, oh, okay. but unfortunately they lost to Scotland, I think. Oh, okay. So the, um, the it was a uh, match between Scotland and Netherlands and um, Netherlands had to score in 44 wickets, some 240 odd runs uh, because... Um, Scotland had already scored 250 something or wrong. Right. So for th- for the run rate they had to make it in 44 wickets. Sure. And at the very end the last two batters I think the sixth wicket partnership they played so well and they made it. So they oh, are in yeah, the Netherlands, Netherlands is in is... the in the ICC oh, which is going great. to be held in India. So right, yeah. Right this year. So, so it, will
4: be it will be quite exciting Very exciting, very exciting.
3: And oh my God, I have to tell you about the Zimbabwe-USA match. That was like USA, uh, Zimbabwe scored 400 plus runs. Oh, it wow. was it was like a record. Uh-huh. Second highest score in any ICC matches. Usually
4: Zimbabwe is at the losing end.
3: And guess how much USA scored. How much? Take a wild guess.
4: 100?
3: Really? Yes. And they lost by more than 300 runs. Oh, my. It was such a... <laughs> A tragedy. Yeah, for the US uh, team.
4: unfortunately, the American teams are, are still have a ways to go. Yes, <laughs> uh, to compete. So on they're the international having the level.
3: Premier League here. Yes, it's in Grand. But
1: the American teams are just the the minor league teams, right? Yes. Well,
3: so, uh, n- no, no. This was ICC, so it was the international. Yeah, but but no the
1: what I mean is, no, these are world. Yeah, but the cal- not the, minor the, Okay, the fine. Caliber, but the caliber of, player, of the players is not it is exactly. Minor league.
3: Yeah, but they are competing in the major league. This is Correct. not a minor league match. That this Correct. I'm talking about ICC. So ICC yeah. is the world. No,
1: I, no, I get that. I, yeah, I understand yeah. what you. What I'm saying is the reason why the US isn't doing so well is because the caliber of their players is, is, yeah, is probably yeah, not le, there. Yeah, le- needs a lot to be decided. Yes. So yes. there's there's a lot of room for growth for, yes, for players certainly, here. Certainly. Certainly. But most yes. of the players that are from the US are they all. Uh, Asian or...
4: Uh, Yeah, they're either typically from Asia or they're second generation uh, kids uh, who are born of Indian or Pakistani parents.
3: The uh, girls team under 20, which represented US, everyone was a Hindu of Indian origin.
4: Ah, okay. Every Uh, player. But, you know, there is a major league cricket um, uh, league that has formed... Yes. And a uh, lot of the big uh, industrialists uh, like uh, uh, the Adobe owner and uh, Microsoft owner, they're, uh, they're supporting this Major League Cricket. And the matches are going to be played in Grand Prairie and uh, another location.
3: Yeah, we have formed a group actually for the Major League Cricket to go to To oh, really? to go to Grand Prairie. So I may be off next Saturday. I may not be here. I might be going to see the matches oh, okay. on Saturday and Sunday. So I may even miss. Uh, I don't sure. know. I haven't made my and, final plans and, yet.
4: And there was a minor news item where uh, Ambati Rayadu was going to play yes, for yes, the yes. Texas... And Faf- uh, Super, Super Kings, Kings. Yes, yes. but for some personal reasons, he has dropped out.
3: Oh, but Faf is coming, right? Faf Duplessis? I He's, think so. He is the yeah, captain. Yeah.
4: So. so there are a lot of uh, veteran players who yes, are playing. who
3: will be playing. And
4: then uh, they also have recruited quite a few local players.
3: Right, right. So it will be very interesting.
4: Yeah, so cricket uh, will be blossoming in Grand Parade.
1: Well, it's blossoming in Fort Bend, and in Pirland, yeah, in Texas those are A&M. the local teams. But this is these major are international, yeah. yeah, so-called
4: major league cricket.
1: But uh, I guess what I'm just uh, I'm I'm happy to see that that from a very very nascent beginning, yeah, they've taken off so well in the last five years or so, right? And yeah. the
3: stadiums are being built to you right. know so uh, support the, yeah. cricket, Because yeah, especially like I in, saw a video about how they're building the grand. Prairie uh, Stadium right. too. Have you because the one I went to see in Florida that's not a cricket, it was a baseball field where oh, we okay. played but so the, I didn't like that one at all.
1: In Prairie View a
3: Oh I've been there I've Yeah, They've done you, some really, I, yeah. really yeah, neat
4: things. There and in, in Pearland they've constructed some very nice I was nice, invited uh, as the chief
3: guest to give away awards to these young under, 20, under 19 girls teams who represented USA from Houston, there are two of them Uh, Yeah, so so yeah, I've been there.
4: Yeah, eventually, I think in one or two generations, we might have a yeah, nah, this compete.
3: generation. Come on. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, it's it's happening quite <laughs> it's fast. It's happening very if rapidly. They're going to
1: lose Zimbabwe
4: by 300. Uh, but it'll no, happen very no,
3: soon. But I it's mean.
1: happening so fast that yes. I, I agree with Sanjali. I think it might be another it's maybe 2 years or so we'll see like something yeah. happen. They were
3: saying 2.9 billion people watch the sport. Right. So you know the support is there. So yeah, I'm yeah. sure it'll pick up very very quickly. That's true. So I watched mm. Harrison Ford's, oh, Indiana Jones, uh-huh. and the Dial of Destiny yesterday. How oh, my it? God.
1: What? I didn't Did know like it enjoy? at all.
3: Not at all. Not they, at all. They, they
1: use CGI to make him younger uh, yeah, in the yeah, beginning. That
3: they're using even, uh, I think, Al Pacino, who was that in that movie? Uh, no, it was... Or other man, anyway, but, that, but they're using it all the time these days oh, okay. to b- show people aging, you know, from a younger age. So yeah, they did that in the but movie. But the,
1: the later part, he, he it's doesn't. It's him.
3: It's his present. No, day. but he
1: doesn't. He doesn't have the the charm and the allure as before, right?
3: The entire movie didn't have any charm or allure to me. Oh, you know, because too I felt it was so far fetched and so outrageously. Uh, did not make any sense, kind of a movie. You know, okay. I felt it was a waste of time. Two hours and twenty-two minutes, really oh, no. long. Too. I'm really looking forward to Mission Impossible. That's what it's I was going to say. Out. July twelfth. Yes, 12th. yes. Yeah. and yes. Tom yes.
4: Cruise, and uh, they've been promoting it heavily on Instagram and he and did other his places. own stunts. I just uh, can you believe he jumped off that cliff? Cliff. I yeah. I,
3: I I recorded that uh, segment where you know they are talking about how they made the movie, him and the director. So I have to watch that. I haven't seen that. But the preview is, oh my God, I have to watch. Boy, he's got
1: some nerve. Yes. He does a lot of his own stunts. But um, as far as new movies go, uh, have you seen anything?
3: uh, Hindi movies? Yeah. Uh, What did I see on, uh, I saw something on Netflix and I'm forgetting already.
4: Okay, but there's a movie called Niyat which starts Vidya Balan Mm -hmm. and it's a murder mystery. How do I watch it? uh Let's see where is it. Uh, You'll have to just search for it. I okay. think it's in the theaters.
3: No, no, none of the Hindi movies are showing. The, oh, there was a Pakistani movie which just released, "Ghar uh, Ghar Ki Kahani" or something like that. Uh-huh. And that is a combination of four short stories. And some of my friends who went, they said it was good, but it was there only for one week at AMC, oh, okay. so I missed it. Yeah.
4: So the, um, this is a murder mystery and then the reviews are not so good they, hmm. they say it's uh, um,
3: but the other one with Karthik and uh, Kiara Advani that one is uh, good everyone is saying
4: Yeah that ha- I've seen some uh, music videos of that
3: What was the name of the movie
4: uh, Let me uh, check we Oh
3: Satya Prem Ki Katha huh, Yes yes yeah. so the guy's name is Satya Prem and the and girl's is. name is Kata. yeah. Right. So it's that a uh, here is uh, That's yeah, a, that worth, th- worth th- watching. That looks interesting. Yeah, it's worth watching.
4: And there's a movie called Tarla, which is a movie based on the, um, the chef, uh, Tarla Dalal.
3: Oh, yeah. And it's
4: starring Yuma Qureshi. Okay. And the reviews I've read are pretty good. That she she's done a great job. She is the queen
3: of the pickle, right? The, yeah. The pickle, the industry that took over yeah. London and... She was based in London, right? No, no. No, she's, she's based very, in uh, India? Yeah. Then the, I'm talking about another lady who's based in London and took over the entire pickle industry. Uh,
4: no, I think you're thinking okay. of somebody else. Okay. And there's a third movie uh, starring Sonam Kapoor. It's called Blind. And, uh, but uh, that also has not received uh, any, any good reviews. Okay. But it does star other um, uh, good actors, Vinay Patak and Didet Dubey. Oh, so yeah, it might be powerful. worth seeing for that. Okay. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, guys, and uh, uh, this blind is based on a 2011 Korean film of the same name. So it's a story of a young cop who has lost her sight in a terrible accident. But instead of grieving, she finds solace... In her uh, sleeping, uh, sleeping seeing-eye dog. I'm sorry, I got, couldn't get that out. <laughs> Maybe you and, need a seeing-eye dog. <laughs> and uh, a loving woman, Lilith Dubay, who runs an orphanage where she grew up in Glasgow. So mm. it should be an interesting movie.
3: I saw one movie, the one I was trying to remember what I just saw. It's called Gumra the old one no it is a new one oh. and it's got siddharth roy kapoor in it oh, okay. and uh, it's got quite a few good actors actually and it's about uh, identity you know twins uh, and it's based on they at the end of the movie they show how people can uh, get away with murder if you are you know twins and you know you cannot oh. so at the end of it they couldn't you know, Nail the Murderer because they played they the entire system. Yeah, they played uh, the system. It was quite interesting. I okay. really, really liked it, actually. Yeah. And Siddharth but, Roy Kapoor did a good job. So Kruna, we've had Kruna, some... Kruna, 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 Krunal, what's her name? Brunal uh, Thakur. Okay. She plays one of the cops in that movie. I see. And Ranit Roy is the police officer. Oh, okay. We're we're five minutes away. That's worth watching. Gumra, you should watch.
1: We're five minutes away from the end of the show. And folks, we actually want you to know that we need you to call in if you want to be on our... Quiz show show for next week. Because right now we're scrambling to find people. (laughs) So you could call... Uh, seven one three seven eight nine six three nine seven, or send us an email at Indo American News at Yahoo dot com. Hopefully, this will work because nobody seems to be doing this. Yeah, uh, it's
4: it's difficult.
1: Well, it's it's it works. But anyway, one thing that I wanted to point out just before we leave, because I uh, did not talk about this earlier, is that there's a new study that's been released. Um just this past week. And uh, nearly 10,000 more babies were born in Texas in the months after the state enacted a first-of-its-kind abortion ban in September 2021.
4: Oh, wow. So these are babies that were not necessarily wanted.
1: Well, yes, right. So the research evaluated births between April and December 2022 found that Texas Bill 8 was associated with 10,000 additional live births mm. so if there is a population explosion going on it's because of the bill and so that's the uh, side effect of this
4: yeah i think the republicans had promised to build more uh, support for people who do give birth uh, uh, instead of having an abortion
1: right and and also and texas has indicated they're going to use $1 billion to shore up uh, the water system because they have leaky pipes all over the place. Yeah,
4: and the third thing is uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, did you see that they want to put buoys in the Rio Grande?
1: Can you believe that?
3: Yeah. (laughs) What's that going to do to help people? No,
4: no, no, to 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 prevent people from...
1: Crossing.
3: It's, oh, buoys to block it's, off.
1: It's like a necklace.
3: It's like, uh, the, instead of the iron wall, it's the buoy wall. Yeah. Aha, got it.
1: That's got something it, new
4: okay, that they're trying.
1: Okay. So, they got the buoys, which Mexico says uh, violates some treaties. Right. And then there's the uh, uh, razor, uh, razor uh, what you call it, barb fence. Mm-hmm. Razor chip barber friends on the other side. And then parts of it are Trump's wall, right? Right, part of it is that. and uh, But so that that comes But I
4: think the illegal migrants still keep coming. Well, it, so the buoy is not. They're not, not done yet. Well, no, they haven't it, uh, We don't put say those
3: illegal, this, right? we say undocumented. Oh, okay. Yeah, politically correct.
4: And then uh, people like uh, DeSantis in Florida and Abbott in Texas they're taking some of these migrants and shipping them off to places like Los Angeles and uh, yeah, they just New want, York.
1: Yeah, it's a publicity stunt. We, we, uh, all these politicians keep on doing publicity stunts. Trump ignored global warming for the whole time that he was on. Yeah. Now we find ourselves facing the, the problems of global warming. One of the things I want to talk about, leaky pipes, is that they drain about 136 billion gallons of water a year and this has been something that the state of texas has ignored for years and years and years they each service connection to us the state loses an average of roughly 51 gallons of water a day
4: oh wow so that's why my water bill
1: is so high
3: yeah so is mine but it's the 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 thing out is of control we we
1: need to spend money more on projects that can help us help the, the society as a whole, as the population as a whole, rather than the social engineering. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, we certainly need to do that.
3: Okay, folks, time to sign off. Uh, sh- I may not be here next Saturday. <laughs> I'm not sure yet, but if I'm she not... She might be going to Grand uh, Prairie. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, so I'm trying to, you know... Well, stop on the make way arrangements. and uh, do
4: some taste testing at the Texas State Fair. No way. I'm Dallas. not
3: eating... Uh, what What is it called? Uh, uh, pebble cereal covered... Uh, Fruity Pebble pil- uh, uh, Dill pickle. pickle. Oh, my God. <laughs> no way. Fried no way. dill pickle. Fried, Fried dill pickle. No, yeah. no. Not interested, thank you.
4: But Grand Prairie is close to Dallas, right?
3: I know. Yes, yes.
4: Grand Prairie
1: is just north of Dallas. Oh, okay. Well it's between Dallas go and Fort Worth. through Dallas, I imagine.
3: So west, maybe? Yeah, it's yeah. between
1: Dallas and Fort Worth. Yeah, so oh, okay. kind of
3: like southwest, I guess.
1: All right,
4: folks. All right, we're folks. out of here.
3: Yeah. Have a good week. Stay cool. And, uh, stay
4: be safe and enjoy yeah. yourself this weekend.
3: Right.
8: Seven point five KGLK Ooh. HD4 Lake Jackson and 98.7 FM K254BZ Fairbanks.
5: Masala.